Welcome to the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems, sharing reflections on the environmental, agricultural, social, and nutritional factors that form the foundation of healthy food systems and healthy economies. Now your host, Dr. Mary Lucero. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our 15th and final Season 1 episode of the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems podcast. And because of our delay earlier this season, we are actually running into the very beginning of the fall cold and flu season, cold, flu, and COVID season in the modern era. And so what I thought I'd do today is focus on preventive health through good nutrition and lifestyle choices that have been proven to actually boost your immune system so that you are better able to resist cold and flu. Now, obviously, I am not a medical doctor. I'm not licensed to diagnose, treat, prevent, or cure disease. So any of the information I'm sharing with you today is based totally on a biological and biochemical perspective And I will share some scientific references to help support what I'm going to say here. But first of all, what I want you to remember is that there are several actions we take on a daily basis that can make or break us in terms of immune health. We know, for example, that eating right, eating a diet that gives you all the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, probiotics, prebiotics, and other good things your body needs is really valuable for helping your own immune system work properly. Our body is very well equipped with an enormous wealth of cells that attack invasion by disease organisms. And One of the biggest problems we see when we get sick is that our immune system didn't do its job. It didn't work right. Often, that's because the nutrients that it needs to fuel that army, so to speak, simply aren't there. So eating right is key. We can't all get all the vitamins and nutrients we need from all our food all the time. And so many advocates of preventive health will supplement their diets with vitamins, minerals, and nutrients through the form of dietary supplements. But in addition to eating right, reducing stress goes an enormous distance to help you stay well. And we live in a stressful society, let's face it. Not only are families disintegrating. We see rising numbers of divorce, kids in broken homes, families running back and forth, not only between children's school events and their work, but also between parents. Internet and computer systems have accelerated what we're expected to produce at work. And more and more of us are finding ourselves jumping 24-7 because we live in a world that really doesn't sleep. All of this is an enormous stress on your immune system. And so the people we find navigating this chaos most successfully are people who have learned to manage stress. Sometimes this means saying no to the demands in your life. Sometimes it just means stopping frequently to take a deep breath Inhale deeply, exhale deeply, relax, let go of that tension as you feel it building throughout the day. 
getting proper exercise and fresh air and sunshine are all things that help elevate the immune system. So to the extent that you can, don't let your work demands drive you. You should be the one driving your work demands, your family demands, to the to the extent that you establish a good balance. Now, once you've mastered those daily skills, if we look at vitamins and minerals and supplement data, it can quickly become very confusing because there are so many options out there for us. My solution to this chaos has been to really try to take a more holistic view in terms of supplementation. If you go down any row in in the drugstore or the health food store, you'll find hundreds, even thousands of choices setting out before you. And that's because we tend to think of vitamins in terms of a one-at-a-time approach. Oh, I'm catching a cold, so I need vitamin C. Oh, my skin is aging, so I need vitamin E. Oh, the latest research says vitamin D3 is really important for combating inflammation and fighting disease. I better take vitamin D3. And while all these studies and all this information is valid, what it negates is the fact that if you're eating a whole foods diet or if you're approaching your supplementation in a whole foods fashion, you're getting multiple vitamins at once, and these vitamins have been balanced in living cells to make sure that you're getting amounts that are compatible with one another and compatible with living systems. And so I tend to look for whole food vitamins or vitamins that are made with whole food products before I look at the individual vitamin C, vitamin D, vitamin E, and so forth. Once in a while, I might add individual supplements to target a very specific need, but I only do that with a lot of careful consideration. And most of the time, even then, I'll choose the products that are in a whole foods matrix. So please take that advice for what it's worth. This is a biological perspective. I encourage you to talk to a nutritionist about your supplement needs and your dietary needs. Now, if you'd like to look at the article links that I've included below this podcast in the show notes, be aware that I'm choosing links from the PubMed library. This is a national database of scientific research on a wide variety of topics, but I've tried to select a handful of review articles that focus on how the immune system is regulated. And if you're not used to reading scientific literature, I'll warn you in advance that these are articles are a little bit heavy. They're a little bit slow reading. You can get a lot of basic information just by reading the paragraph or two that come in the abstract. And those are generally readily available. Some articles are going to be downloadable and open access. Others are not free. So if you don't have ready access to a good university library where you can obtain these, you might just want to read the abstracts. So why do I include these rather than articles that are written in layperson's language. It's not because I expect all of you to delve into the scientific literature in depth. It's more to show you that these have been validated by peer review. If I find some blogger on the internet who has written about the need for vitamin X, 
you as the reader really don't know where, where they are getting their information from, and you don't really know if it's been checked or validated by other experts. But if you go into peer-reviewed literature, scientific literature, you know that at least generally three other scientists have reviewed this and given the article a thumbs up. Is that a perfect system? No. But is it a better system than simply writing your opinion and throwing it out there on the web? In many ways, I believe it is. The peer review process elevates the credibility of any article. Hopefully it assures you that I'm not just making this stuff up, especially since I am including links to multivitamin and mineral supplements that you may or may not be interested in purchasing. If you purchase these supplements, our organization will be compensated for that. And so it's important to me that you understand a couple of things about these supplements. First of all, they do contain very complex arrays of vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients. Will they prevent colds and flus and viruses from infecting you? I really can't make that claim. All I can do is point you to literature supporting the concept that multivitamin, multimineral, multinutrient complexes will help you. Even those studies did not test the data on everybody. So really, it's up to you as the user to study the literature, learn about these vitamins and minerals, and make appropriate choices for your situation. I've included products that I have experience with and that I have a lot of confidence in. Now, with all that said, I'm going to wrap this up. Wish all of you a good, strong, healthy cold and flu season this fall. And I'm going to encourage you to join us next season, beginning in about six weeks, for a new round of the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems podcast. Thank you for joining us this season, and thank you for your support as I've jumped through the hurdles and the bumps of figuring out how to run a podcast. Please consider leaving me some notes if you go to our homepage at cornerstones.endophyte.com you'll find a contact form where you can enter your comments, your recommendations, what you liked, what you didn't like. And I will read through and use this information to target topics for the next season. You have been listening to the Cornerstones of Healthy Food Systems podcast. This podcast is produced by Endophyte Enterprises, LLC. You can subscribe to our podcast at endofight.com or look for us on your favorite podcast directory. Information or products referenced in any episode can be found in the show notes associated with that episode. These notes may contain links to our online courses or services. They may also contain links to affiliate sites. Purchases made through these links help support our efforts to produce this podcast.